down in the grip of oppression I fought for my liberty I paid with the blood of my people Freedom has never been free Now my door's always open To dreamers and friends But when I'm attacked I protect and defend Because my name is America Hello everyone and welcome. This is Karen Schoen. You're listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Recently, Sally Baptist from blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Statesman every Monday evening from 7 till 9 Eastern Time. Again, that is blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Statesman. We went to a conference put on by FAIR, which is an organization that is dedicated to bringing the truth about illegal immigration and the border attack that we have right now going on in America. Sally and I started talking about this, decided we needed to share this with you. So hang on, folks, you're in for a treat. We're going to be talking about what's going on in our border and what's going on in America today and what we can do about it. Karen, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you, Miss Sally? And Well, thank you for uh, coming and joining us at this discussion. And I know I only started to talk about everything we covered at that uh, conference on Saturday. So, so enlightening. I mean, it seems we already knew to some degree, but when you're seeing it firsthand, including the morgue of all those that I in the process of trying to get over that border, it's pretty, pretty sick stuff. So uh, with that being said, um, please feel free to chime in if you want to on some of the election stuff. And just the reality if you want to take a very... Well, into what is going on with the um, the border and this attack on America. Yes, and part of the problem that we would have with a Trump being the speaker is that the rhino faction of the Republican Party are never Trumpers, and I believe that they were involved in making sure that this red wave never happened. And it was very clear by McConnell's actions of pulling the funding from people like Joe Kent and Mastriano and Bullock and um, Lex. No, I think uh, Lex all got money, but Blake Masters, we, those w- would have been six more seats, six more seats. What were they afraid of? Mitch McConnell was afraid that these people wouldn't vote for him to be the chief of the world and directing everybody into the arms of the Democrats. So why did they do this? This is what why they did this. Oh, I forgot uh, his, his pet, Lisa Murkowski, who's about to steal an election from Kelly Chewbacca, because Lisa Mikowski's machine put in such a crooked 
cockamamie vote program with this rank place voting that is just a guarantee that the Democrats will get who they want elected. It has nothing to do with the reality. Chewbacca is ahead. She is winning the popular vote. And after they knock off the bottom two candidates, their votes will be ranked. And if they put Lisa Murkowski first, then because they were Democrats, you can bet they would, then guess who will win? So how is that fair? When the people of the state voted for one candidate and another candidate takes it away. Oh, Lisa Murkowski, I forgot. She did the same thing before with uh, Joe, I think his name was Joe Walsh. He won, and she made herself a write-in vote and got the Democrats to vote for her. So politics is a very dirty business, but the conference that we went to, I thought was quite an eye-opener as to what is really going on. And if we feel or believe that the open border is about humane anything, it's about money and it's about power and it's about who's going to control the resources of the United States. Do you honestly think that these people have no understanding as to what will happen when America is not energy independent and how high they can drive up and put small businesses again out of business, making them file bankruptcy, losing their homes again. That's the bubble program. This is all part of the same thing. I remember 10, 15 years ago when we were saying exactly the same thing that we're saying now. And you know what I figured out after that meeting that was an absolute eye-opener and we should talk about is that we control factual information. Our group is very good at locating facts and relaying factual information. The communists, the globalists deal with emotion. And once you put emotion in place, you can take your factual information and put it in the garbage. So now they have controlled emotion and they have controlled the language. And if we allow them to continue to control the language and to define who we are and to define us without defending us, then we are deserving of what we get because we will not be fighting for our country. So therefore, it will not be important. I thought they made wonderful points in a horrible situation of how to handle this. And what's going on in the border is an atrocity. It is an attack on America. But we don't use the right word. We use crisis. And because we use the word crisis, what did he say? A crisis is something where an outside force does something to you and it creates a situation that you never had any control over, like a hurricane, that the aftermath of that is a crisis. This on the border is not a crisis because our enemy is making it happen. 
It is an attack. When your enemy does something to you, you are being attacked. America is being attacked. So instead of allowing them to call it a border crisis, we should be calling it a border attack. It is an invasion and America is being attacked, period. So that's part of what we should be giving that message out. The other one that I thought of, Sally, and it's part of this election thing. Look at what they did with abortion. And we allowed them to say abortion, abortion. And we allowed them to go after pro-life groups. We allowed that to bomb churches. We allowed them to bomb pro-life organizations. All the while, we are giving them money for Planned Parenthood, for baby trafficking. And that's part of what, why these kids are, why what is going on on the border is going on on the border. What do they say? The parents are giving their children abortion pills so that they know they're going to be raped on the way to America, but they should just suck it up because America is so wonderful. Right? I remember, you know, this is what is happening. But going back to framing the words and playing with the um, uh, definitions, I thought of this, we should be calling them baby killers. We st- I started that a while ago. I was calling him President Baby Killer. He's a baby killer. And what are baby killers? They're murderers. So these these are a group of murderers. If we they if we allow them to call us racist and homophobes and anti this and what pro that and whatever, without even saying to them, You're a baby killer, you're a murderer. Why are we not doing that? Because it's offensive? Who cares? Because Twitter will not let us say it? Who cares? There are other platforms that will. I used to say I knew that they had control the day that I was introduced to words like Black American, Jewish American, uh, Hungarian American. They made their ethnicity first. So what's the group that they are attached to? The first group. So you're going to be identified because you are a Black American. You are a Hispanic American. What should be first? American. I'm an American Jew, not a Jewish American. And we should be looking at it that way. They are only using words to divide us. And if we don't fight back, which is what we are not doing. And as far as the... Rhino, right now, they are doing is I stirring the pot by trying to create a rift between DeSantis and Trump. And I don't believe that Trump would ever get elected, uh, which is sad because I agree with you 100%. But I don't believe that Trump would ever get elected to the House because we have so many anti-Trumpers who are, now when when you're an anti-Trumper or anti-MAGA, what are you really? You are a globalist. You hate America. Why are we not asking them, what does MAGA mean that you're anti? Putting America first, why is that bad? Nobody ever asks them that. But we allow them to frame us. 
And that's wrong. We should not allow them to frame us. We allowed Joe Biden to lie about the student loan program, enough so that enough of the stupids, well, ignorant, let's not call them stupid, let's call them ignorant because they have been indoctrinated. And the one thing that I learned this weekend is indoctrination works. You're telling people that the border is secure, the secure, the securest border, just like the securest election. And you are watching streams of people coming over the border. And not one governor, except recently, began to block sections of the border. I would have taken that chain link that or the, the things that we paid for already that were there and started building them. And it's much easier to ask for forgiveness than it is to ask for permission. But the government is not, the federal government is not doing its job. And they have one job. It's national security. It's protect the border. And anytime they talk about the Ukrainian border, why are we not saying American border? Why are we not screaming that? We are not doing that. We allow them to do it to us. So controlling the language is what controls communication. And that's the other piece. We're not communicating. These people, some of these people don't even know what's going on on the border. They don't know what's going on with gas prices. They don't, they're living in a little bubble. They don't know what's going on. Look at how they fooled the college kids thinking that they were going to get paid free tuition. That can't be done. It can't, it's unconstitutional. It can't be done. And yet we allowed that Biden to say that so that it sat there for weeks and weeks and weeks and nobody said that can't be done. It's unconstitutional. It's not going to happen. Nobody said that. They're lying to you. Nobody said that. I think we have a long way to go. I agree with you 100% that there absolutely has to be a change in leadership. And I would add to the change in leadership, Ronna McDaniel, because she allowed this to happen. She allowed Mitch McConnell, the president of the Senate, to pull funding away so that he could fund his faves instead of looking to see that he could win a race. And when someone does that to me, they are not a winner, they're a loser. And I believe Mitch McConnell is a loser. And I believe he's a globalist communist, only interested in himself and his communist wife. And oh, what did they say? Oh, don't talk bad about Mitch McConnell and his wife. Well, I'm sorry, but it's true. And it's They don't like it. True. Too bad. So according to what I have heard, we will be winning the House by one or two votes. So think about that, people. Who won this election? The rhinos. The rhinos and the Democrats won this election. How did they win it? Indoctrination works. And they certainly indoctrinated through the media every single emotional string that you could pull on. And some people were smart to see through it. But I do believe that two more years of this horrible, atrocious lifestyle is maybe going to put some of the Americans so that they will understand because they're still saying the same thing. The economy and the uh, border are the most important issues. So then why did you vote the way you voted? Oh, because they're going to take away the women's right to choose. No, they're not. 
They're going to take away my social security. No, they're not. Oh, they're going to take away my Medicare. No, they're not. I didn't hear anybody say that. Mexico has just created an ad against fentanyl and drugs showing pictures of the devastation in Philadelphia. Now think about that. Mexico is using America as its example as a drug-infested rat hole. Maybe we should move to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, going back to some of the things you were saying when it's about the abortions and all that stuff, you go back and see, I mean, I remember early on people were saying, well, what are Republicans going to do? What are the Republicans offering? What to say that we're going to make things better isn't really much of a, a case. Right. And then they come up with their commitment to America, whatever it is, with four things, and then they never say that again. I mean, it was such a farce. Uh, and this was all being led by McCarthy. And when it comes to McConnell, uh, this is something I'm going to put out there, too, <clears throat> excuse me, as a prediction. Uh, with the craziness of what's going on uh, with, with the Senate, I would not be surprised if you have some senators, one from Pennsylvania, Probably shortly after, maybe in the beginning of the year, whatever, will resign and someone else will take his place because he can't speak and he can't comprehend enough. So we'll see what happens there. But on the evilness of the McConnells and the Mitt Romneys out there, uh, it wouldn't surprise me a bit if they change parties. These people, and this is the other reason, again, why to me it's important that Trump would be the uh, because he would call these people out. Why do you think that those of us that believe in America first, make America great again kind of thing, who actually believe in this country, what would be the response of all these people who go to these Trump rallies? And Trump is sitting up there saying, here's your representative who isn't doing this. If you want something done, you better start calling. You better tell them what you want them to do. They don't understand that they work for you. <laughs> Whatever. He calls them out. And the significance of calling them out and saying, this is for your problem. We cannot change this country if you're going to keep electing rhinos or if you don't demand accountability. I don't know who else as speaker could or would be able to do that. So, and, you know, whether that would, and I agree that even if the, the rhinos did not vote for him to do it, it would be calling them out. It, we have to flush out the garbage. The communists that are in this, this um, administration and in these uh, two houses of uh, Congress, uh, we have to get that. And these, some of these people, they still act like McCarthy is one of them. I, I would love for everybody to call Jim Jordan and say, why are you supporting this guy? What has he promised you? Has he promised you some committee? Yeah, I bet he, uh, head of the Judiciary Committee is going to be Jim Jordan's. So McCarthy has already given out committee heads, which yeah. was, of course, very smart. <laughs> you want to get elected, tell the people who you want with you that they're going to be with you, and then they won't vote against you because they'll know their jobs. And Jim Jordan wields a lot of influence. But also, I think it's time that we take a look at the donors, because these people are motivated by money, and they never really use their own money, except Trump, who began his campaign using his own money, and that was a godsend. But it's time to look at the donors. The donor class is really dictating everything. And by donors, I mean big corporations, PACs, etc. Why are we not saying 
if the Supreme Court determined that a corporation had the same rights as a person and had to follow the same rules as a person in business, then why are they not following the same rules for donations? If a person is limited to $2,500 or $3,000 per any state, then why is a corporation unlimited? Why does a race where a person is going to get $165,000 for his salary, for his job, for his duty, for his service, his or her service, why does that race require 6 or $7 million to run it? Think about that. Because these people have tremendous power in allowing money laundering and corruption and theft. That was what I wanted to make sure we got out there. All these super PACs and these corporations, Citizens United, I disagree, and I I think it needs to be challenged again. We should not allow private entities, corporations, to buy elections. And they are truly money laundering. So if if these had to live up to what uh, the individual campaign, the first candidate campaign was was um, using and, and not allow this other stuff. Because the people that are lower down the, uh, the totem pole on this stuff, the newbies who are getting into these uh, elections and running for office, they're not going to get any of that uh, special money anyway. They're not going to get that money one stuff. That's money that, in, in which the reality is that goes for those who have been in office plenty of times and um, they who they want it back because they've already got their network in place. They've already got their special deals, government contracts, whatever it is. So it's all money laundering. See, money laundering is illegal. But somehow when you do it perfectly, politicians, it's okay. Once again, these politicians have all these rules to support their garbage, uh, what they do, and the rest of us have to follow another set of rules. This all has to be changed. The sad part is, with what we see happening in public office today, what is it going to take for the people to take back this government? What is it? Do we have a chance to save this government? They're trying to flip it back to a constitutional republic like it's supposed to be. It's just, it's very difficult. And people have got to really get engaged and demand accountability from these people. But it is money laundering. People need to understand that. And that's, of course, go back to what's happening on the border. Well, And, and I, I did ask, uh, Tom Homan was there, as the thing, and I, I asked uh, Derek Falls as well. So what, you know, Nobody, when, when we go to these events, we all talk about the failure of the administration to allow these people to come in. And for the most part, you hear them say, well, they're letting them come in because they want to um, let everybody vote. And we can, we're going to have a show on the election stuff. We'll talk more about that. But they'll say that they're trying to get the vote, whatever, because we would never want to prove that somebody was a citizen to vote and all this other stuff. So, you, yeah, okay, okay, that's part of it. But I, I don't think that's the whole thing. And I think people, again, we are under attack. There is an element out there from within and outside, like China, uh, that wants to take down the United States of America. Please, people, if you've never read Washington's farewell address, please go read it. And if you haven't read it lately, please go read it. Understand what is happening. This is, this is the nature of the beast of those that want to take us down. And here we have those who have been paid off from within. And this is... The Bidens, there could be no more treasonous family, I don't think, than what the Bidens are. And they're the ones that are promoting this takeover of the United States of America by what they're doing on this border. So, getting 
back to the question when I was asking, well, why do you think they're doing money? Some of it's for the vote, but no, the money, money, the destruction of the United States of America, the money China pays. I can only imagine how much money China has paid, along with George Soros and a few others out there, have given to all these candidates who have all sold us out. They have sold out America. So the reason that's going on here is just despicable. It's absolutely despicable. But you got to understand, it's, it's um, yeah, you can say they're letting them in for the uh, votes, and then, of course, someone, yeah, they want a better life, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's amazing when I see these people that are coming over the border. They don't really seem to be in uh, poor health. They seem to all be doing pretty good by the, by the looks of them, that they're coming in that way. That isn't why they're coming in. Why are they letting an invasion of this country? It's because they want to destroy the United States of America. People got to keep saying that. This is an invasion to destroy, take down the United States of America. We have a bunch of treasonous, money-hungry, whatever people in office who don't care, who either don't believe in the Constitution, don't believe in the Declaration of Independence of this country. That isn't what they're there for. And they are the ones selling us out. We've got to face the fact, and that is what's going on on that border is literally, okay, come in and take over the United States. Come in, kill as many of us as you want to, kill as many as it takes. Go ahead, fentanyl, whatever else you want to use, go ahead, kill us. Um, go ahead and rape the women and uh, the children. What was the one, one case I think Tom Holman was talking about where it was a 20-month-year-old baby? Yes. What had been done to that baby? Yes. That baby had been penetrated in every orifice. Yeah. That's what he said. Of what's going on in that border. And we have people in our elected, our government, the ones that are supposed to defend us, who are saying, oh, it's okay to, because they, they're the ones destroying America. The, the border isn't the, <clears throat> the, the enemy, obviously, coming in over the border, but the real enemy is from within. Who's Absolutely. We've got to force the issue to defend us. It's not just money. They are money-hungry power seekers. And to them, the most important thing is power. And they will stop at nothing to get it. There's trillions of dollars at stake, they think. So therefore, they will do anything to get it. And why and what would they do? Hold on, folks. We will be right back. It's break time. Don't go away. We have more to discuss. This is Karen Schoen. You are listening to The Prism of America's Education, brought to you on the America Out Loud talk radio network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. We'll be right back. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. 
So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Now the spirit of American liberty and justice is woven into the soul of America out loud. Now we invite you friends to invest some of your time with our magnificent family of experts, their minds and voices. It's all back at AmericaOutloud.com. Liberty and justice for all. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. Welcome back, everyone. This is Karen Schoen. You're listening to the Prism of America's Education, brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance, and my friend and guest, Sally Baptist who attended a conference with me regarding the border and what is going on and the poisoning of Americans. Hold on, folks. We're going to be discussing that conference so that we can share with you some of the things that we learned. Well, they will replace America with a regional group like the European Union, but all governing will be governed through the United Nations. What's the United Nations? A communist organization that hates America, even though America pays. That's the problem. It is not difficult to stop what's going on if we would stop paying for it. So I believe that the first order of business, aside from closing the border, let's make it the second, is that we solicit our legislators and tell them we're broke. Stop giving NGOs money, period. No NGO should get money, period. If they need money, let them reapply. And if they were an organization whose intent was to harm the United States or kill babies or anything else like that, then stop funding them. What did he say? Was it Catholic Charities? The United Nations is the biggest Funder, So they're the biggest recipient. Where does the United Nations getting their money from? Mostly from the United States. So that's number one. Let them, Karen, go ahead and explain NGO to people who may not. Oh, an NGO is a non-government organization which gains power through the government. And what they are doing essentially is helping the government. And what they are doing essentially is carrying out the wishes that the government wants done, but can't get done through legislation. It is the goal of the government and the NGOs to eliminate states, counties, 
and create regions. So, for example, um, the one that comes to mind up here is the Water Management District, Northwest Florida Water Management District. So if I have a problem with the quality of my water and I go to my county commissioner and I ask, tell him I have a problem with the water, you know what he's going to say? He's going to say, oh, that's too bad, but I don't handle water. You have to go to the water management district. Well, then I go there and they say, you didn't elect me. I don't have to do anything you want. It's none of your business what we're doing, but yet I'm paying them. So do you see the way that works? That one is almost as bad as the public-private partnerships. That's the other one that they will try to put in place. They are going to drive the energy business out of business so that the energy business will go bankrupt and the government will get the rewards and become owners in the energy business. Now, where did that idea come from? Oh, think about a company called BP. What is BP? British Petroleum, owned by the monarchy. You want to know how the monarchy makes its money? They own the oil companies in England, which I can't understand why they want to put themselves out of business, but that's what they're doing, which is kind of dumb. <laughs> but that, that's, another, that's another story. We have to, I believe, Sally, after listening to the gentleman and describing the atrocities that are going on the border, we have to recognize that these people are going to be coming someplace and there is a very good chance they will be coming to a community near us. And that I mean anywhere in America. So we have to make sure that we have things in place and we know who the people are in our town, in our communities, who will push back. Otherwise, guess what? Who's... Who is going to pay for these illegals when they come here? They will tell you, oh, the federal government pays for that. Well, where does the federal government get its money from? We the people. I went to my county commissioner meeting, and when they were talking about the illegals, I said, where are they going to live? You will house these people in your home. You will be forced to feed them, to clothe them, to take care of them. Where are they going to live with short housing? Think about Remember that. Remember that one example? There was, uh, the, they were showing uh, a picture of, you know, the typical American house, and it's got a white fence, uh, a privacy fence, white fence between the houses. And this looks like a house, right? And then they showed a, a squatter, somebody with a tent, walked on the owner's backyard or whatever, and they, um, the owner called the police and said, well, we can't, we can't move them. They have, they have to have some place to stay, so they're going to stay there. That is, it's very symbolic of what's going to happen. Yes. Or home, they come in, and then we do nothing about it. They said, well, hey, just imagine that happening in your own home, your own scenario, your own home. Someone decides they want to live on the backyard or, you know, put up a tent in your backyard, and they're going to live there. And by the way, if they get sick, you've got to take care of them. They need food. You've got to give them food. Uh, they need plumbing. You've got to let them use the plumbing. Uh, it, and all these kind of things. It's really, uh, there was a very good uh, analogy to what is happening. This is literally what's happening. These people are coming in. The reason why they're coming in, multi-purposes, take over this country. And who, who's supposed to be stopping them? Law enforcement slash the government, the federal government does nothing about it. It was just, I thought it was really interesting. 
Oh, I, I think it is fascinating and horrifying. Here is another thing, the statistics. Let's, let's give an example, because this is going to be coming up. Because of the makeup of the House and the Senate, you can bet your bottom dollar there is going to be gun control discussions, because they are going to be hot on gun control. Well, call up your legislator and say, how many people died due to guns last year? How many people died due to fentanyl? The number was 110,000. So why are we talking about guns? There's no discussion about fentanyl. Where are the billboards about fentanyl? We had billboards on smoking and the atrocities of smoking, and yet we don't have any information in the schools. The parents don't get a pamphlet that goes home that says, be careful, your child could be taking a not knowing, could be taking a fentanyl when they think they're getting an Adderall or a Percocet because they're crazy and they want to stay up all night and study for exams or whatever. And all it takes is one pill. And I thought it was very interesting when the mother was describing why some people live and some people die. And she said that the pill, the chemicals come from China. They are brought to Mexico. They go into the pill making house and then they get mixed into another pill or are are formed to look like a different pill. But the way that they're mixed is with a blender. These people are not working in a lab. They're not working in a controlled environment. They're not making sure that each pill has the right quantity. So some pills could wind up being 10%, 20%, 30%, 40%, who knows what percent of fentanyl and the rest of the other And some pills could have no fentanyl at all because it is not being distributed together evenly. And therefore, some people could take a pill and die immediately, which is what's happening. And some people, it would never affect because their pill didn't have anything in it. And instead of saying what truly happened was poisoned by fentanyl, they are saying, oh, they overdose. So why don't we have a campaign in school? Why doesn't every school contain multiple of the the drug, what was Narcon? Why don't they have that in every single school? Why isn't it all over the place? Why don't parents know about it? Why don't they have it? Why isn't it a whole big thing that they should have it in their homes? Why isn't there literature on this? the uh, so-called overdose, right? That's to counteract the fentanyl? Yes. Everybody should have that. But more important, people should know what it is so that they can have a conversation with their children and not be looking at their child on a slab in a morgue having to zipper them up. This is being done on purpose. Again, this is a group of people. They hate America. They want America the way it is gone. They want the people dependent upon them so that they can be controlled, just like Venezuela and all of the other countries, like Cuba. This is what they are striving for. And they are doing the exact same thing in America that they are doing in Brazil. And this is going to be a huge, a bigger problem if we don't address it. 
and we are not addressing it. Sally, I think that when they start talking about climate and the importance of controlling the climate and getting rid of fossil fuels, I think we should play takeaway with them. Give me your glasses. Give me your wallet. Give me your credit cards. Give me your clothing. Give me your computer. Give me your car. What am I left with? Nothing. How are you going to make all these things? And then, and, and then the abuse of those who are coming in to harm you, who will take what little bit you have left. Exactly. Um, yeah, the illegal illegal aliens coming in and uh, between the, the invading, taking over crimes, et cetera, et cetera. And then, of course, the bioweapon of uh, fentanyl kind of thing. It's, it, we're, we are being uh, attacked in so many ways. And unfortunately, because of indoctrination uh, at the public school level, uh, most people, they're just totally unaware. Of, they seem totally clueless as to what's happening. They seem, and they, some of them have been so brainwashed and thinking that communism really would be a better way of life. And that's why you've got to go read what Washington said as he explains how that it will get to a point where people will surrender, basically. They will say, they will do anything to feel safe. They feel protected, whatever it is, and that's when you totally give up your liberty and you have no rights anymore. That is what is happening little by little, gnawing away, and through the um, dumbing down of Americans through public education. Okay, there are multiple groups filled with basically the same people. They are the multi-gazillionaires, and it's really through the banking cartel There were about 12 families originally. Now there are more. Carnegie's, the um, Rockefellers, the Roosevelt's, uh, the Mellons, Wahlberg's, and I think there's five or six more. But this is a communist program that these people have put together, and they have disseminated that through people like George Soros and Klaus Schwab, and their organization is called the WEF, which is the World Economic Forum. They control the banking through the IMF, which is the International Monetary Fund, And they are now having their G, I think 27 it's called, on how they're going to destroy us by using climate as the hook. That's what they're working on now. The plan that they're working on, that they are working through, is a plan that was actually started by the Rockefellers, and it became the Unfinished Agenda. And the Rockefellers determined that if they use the climate, which is universal and nobody can do anything about, then they can emotionally charge people into turmoil and anger and hostility. And they tested this out very successfully in World War II um, when they convinced the farmers, the agriculturists, to go against the industrialists because the industrialists were polluting the cities and that was causing uh, the, um, the drought and the erratic weather. 
So the farmers couldn't produce. Now, of course, the industrialists happened to be many of them Jews. So this is where all of this came from. The agenda then didn't it? It didn't go to it. Didn't go away. It just got reformatted, and they tried this agenda by making the city of Detroit is what was the first sustainable city in America, and the idea of the city of Detroit was that the people would live and work relatively close so mobility would be curtailed they don't want you driving because then they can't find you and track you of course nowadays it doesn't matter they they use cameras and drones so it doesn't make any difference they can find you any place but basically they don't want you mobile because they don't really want you in communication with anybody else because if you were communicating um, then you might be in opposition to the way they think, and you may not want them, you know, you would be an opposing force, and you might be convincing somebody else. And if enough people knew that they were being destroyed on purpose, then they would not be happy and would probably pick up arms against the government, which is what happens in the past, and that's how we get revolutions. <clears throat> but all of this is cyclical. The problem is that it's really the same people reading the same program, doing exactly the same thing. Their founders, or their, they follow Karl Marx, they follow Lenin, they follow um, Stalin, they follow Mao, they follow all of these people that say the same thing, that the government should be in control of the life of the person, that it is the person's job to work for the government. I mean, that's a very good summary of what's happening. Truly, there's nothing new happening here. This, this has been going on for years. This has been playing for years. Uh, they're calling it, it was Agenda 21 and then Agenda 2030. And the Great Reset is what you're looking for. If you go out there and look at some of the books, the COVID-19 and the Great Reset, it, it's all planned. And the thing is, and I, I, I We've talked about it many times on here, but for some of those, some of you may not be as familiar with listening to the show. The, the, the amazing, the miracle of Trump being elected the first time was truly some kind of, uh, I'll say, um, divine intervention or whatever to help wake people up to what was really going on. Because Trump was already, I guess, aware to some degree of what was happening and what he, and I do believe Trump truly um, loves this country. And making and these globalists. This is why they don't like him. This is why COVID had to happen. They, I mean, Fauci announced there was going to be a pandemic within the next administration. This, he said this back in 2017. Funny how we knew that was going to happen in 2019, isn't it? And they they had to derail Trump. Trump is saying, "Make America first again. Make America great again." He, he's saying, "Defend America." Uh, he's a nationalist, not a globalist. This is all part of the game. We truly are under attack. And because Trump doesn't play that same game, the likes of a Mitch McConnell, you know, and the sad part, Mitch McConnell, because he he was, uh, they were playing the game with the Supreme Court, whatever you want to call it. Trump ran Paul the first time around, and then Trump uh, went out there and endorsed um, McConnell. So that's why he's there. 
He would never have been elected either of those two elections had it not been for the likes of the Rand Paul and for Donald Trump. They endorsed him and helped him get reelected. Yet he's one of the biggest enemies of the state to me that I that I know. And again, he is married to a communist lady who is uh, very much engaged in the transportation communist stuff going on in China. Her family's in it and all this other stuff, which really made no sense as to why Trump had her be the secretary of transportation. So Trump was obviously misguided, misled. I don't know something, the art of his deal, I don't know on some of that stuff. But uh, you got to understand that Trump has derailed what Hillary Clinton was supposed to finish. Hillary Clinton was going to be the last one to get this great reset, one world order, new world order, great reset, and all this other stuff that's going on. But Trump ran interference. And you really got to appreciate that's why so many of these people don't like If you're a globalist, which, by the way, the Bushes were the biggies on that too, go look back, look up um, Prescott Bush and see that this was a family that started out supporting um, Hitler and everything else and where their money came from, also banking. And stuff like that. You, you follow the history and you see that there are those who don't want us to, don't want America to survive. They, they don't believe in freedom or liberty. And unfortunately, the dumbing down, the indoctrination of uh, the young people has been allowed to happen because of these, these individuals. And Trump is out there paying just the opposite. It's really sad that so many people don't understand that Trump is supporting freedom. And so many of these people, but you, you got to go out there, try to take a survey American psyche out there today to say, we want social, they call it socialism. Trump has finally said, I don't say socialism, or we jumped over, we're in communism. Based the fact this is a communist takeover. They are trying to totally melt down the United States of America, and Trump is getting in the way. And, and, and there's things that Trump does that I don't like and whatever else. But when I go back and I look at the history, look at the other stuff we've talked about many times on this show, the fall of this country, the 20, uh, Agenda 21, 2030, all these other things, it's all there. It, it, it's, it's plain as day if you go back and look. Why do they not like Trump? Mitch McConnell is nothing but a globalist communist. He doesn't want, uh, he, he's covered, he's taken care of, he's got his pitches, you know, and he thinks he'll be saved for the rest of the guests. So he doesn't care about the American people, not at all. And they, they promote this, this globalist. George W. Bush, the Bush family, and everything they did with education was whole another. They were all part of that. But you really got to understand it. And that's why uh, I'll say it one more time. I know I may say it one more time after this before the show is over. Go read Washington's farewell address and look at what he said is going to happen if we allow associations and factions a.k.a. political parties, to organize and take control. They will usurp the will of, a, of the people for the will of a party. They will take it down. It, it, it's so plain. You read what he said there, and you look around, and you see it right in front of us. There's nothing here that's new. We, the people, have been brainwashed too many times to just, you're going to elect someone who's going to represent you. They're going to follow the Constitution. They're going to do all these things. And that you're not supposed to do it. Your job was to elect them, and that was it. No. Your job is to go to the meetings and get in their faith. Your job is to call them. Your job is to demand they follow the Constitution. We the people, if you're going to be in a free society, you have to be responsible for the society, too. And we, most of us were never taught that school. And I even think it's funny, as people talk about education today, I mean, we can teach transgender, but we can't teach these other things. 
I mean, it's it's the insanity of what's going on with all that. And then even some say reading, writing, and arithmetic. What about history? Most of these books are reading, writing, arithmetic, and science. What about history? No one's teaching history. Brainwashing and indoctrination that's been done to the last probably two generations now, definitely the Obama generation while he was in there, uh, has, has totally brainwashed these people where they have no critical thinking ability. They've already been uh, sheeple. They're a bunch of sheeple. Instead of we the people, it's we the sheeple. Associate of Klaus Schwab is Dr. Harari, H-A-R-A-R-I. Go look him up on YouTube. And he believes that human beings are nothing more than animals that could be reprogrammed. And when they are and when they are beyond reprogramming, all you have to do is give them video games and drugs to keep them happy. And you can think back to the Roman Empire. What did they do to the people to keep them happy? They threw them in the Colosseum and made them entertained. So this is just another form of entertainment. But to go back to your point, Sally, you're 100% right about Trump. Think about it, because he promoted the individual. He promoted the American dream. Every individual can become successful if you try He helped them to create their own businesses. He helped them to buy homes. He was the one that made the prices low, and they knew it, made their wages higher, and they knew it. And the left, this group of people, are trying to make victims. Well, it's hard to make a victim out of you if you're making a good living, you own a home, and you have a good job and a great family. It doesn't fit their narrative. So they hate Trump and they hate MAGA because MAGA is the result of the individual. They only deal in the collective. They only deal in the group. You are only as good as your group is, as good as you carry the water for the Democrat Party. That's it. Other than that, they could care about you. You could be lying in the street dead from an illegal uh, alien and they'll never say a word. They won't say a word unless you come into their neighborhood. But if it's in your neighborhood, they could give a crap because you are right. They want depopulation and they don't care if it's one or 50 or 500,000. It doesn't matter. Also, the reason why they give all these thinking breaks to the pharmaceuticals, the pharmaceuticals are out there showing people off. And somewhere in there, with their freight reset stuff, they say, you will own nothing and be happy about it. They are truly taking down the individual, the freedom, liberty, everything that this country stands for. They are going to do whatever it takes, ever, whatever it takes. And we won't get into too much again into the, uh, um, the election stuff, but we have to understand that the enemy will do whatever it takes with that ballot box. And so we have to figure out how are we going to defend ourselves against the attack of the ballot box. Because right now we don't own that ballot box. And it's always been corrupt to some degree. We all know that. We talked about the Battle of Athens back in 1946. But the, um, it's always been that way. But now they have really seized control. They have full control over this election. So what, who really knows in, in COVID? COVID was their excuse to take over the election, their excuse to take over that ballot box. They, they, you got to truly appreciate 
whole cycle of things that have happened here. And if we the people wake up and stop drinking the Fauci Kool-Aid and the uh, globalist Kool-Aid and this other nonsense going on, there will be no America. Now, if you have kids and you want them to have a free society, a free life, you better start getting involved too. You better start talking to people. And sometimes, especially when you're dealing with um, these who have been brainwashed, because I know some, some Democrats who I think were probably Kennedy Democrats at some point, like my old book, as the, at some point, they right now are convinced it's the Republicans who get all this to the energy. How could anybody think it was the Republicans or who have taken down the, the fuel, the fossil fuels, and, and the total lie about the fact about electric vehicles being cleaner and all this other stuff? It's all lies. And, um, I know that Karen and I, uh, we've already talked about some of these things, but come the beginning of the year when we get our new commissioners and all this other stuff, we're going to be going in there at work, and I'm going to be obviously contacting Governor Santos as well. We have to shut down solar farms. The solar farms are not good. There's these other things that are going on that we've been brainwashed into, all these bits and pieces that are destroying us in a variety of ways. We have to, to say no. No, enough is enough. And, but it's all related. It's all them taking control. The climate is their, one of their prices is what they have to do. And then, um, then of course, when, how do they put it You have to have a crisis to take control. COVID was the crisis. How many Americans melted and surrendered their rights just at, because of COVID Kool-Aid? That's all it was, COVID Kool-Aid. And look what they have done to our society as a whole. So they're doing that, they're taking down the border, they're shutting down the fuel, they're destroying this economy. These are all things to take down this country. And if we don't start talking about it and trying to make sense to those who are, I will say, ignorant or naive, uh, brainwashed, indoctrinated, um, there won't be a United States of America. Thank you, folks. This has been a treat as always. And I appreciate all of you, and I am so glad that you are sharing the information. You can check me out on Getter and on my new Substack, and that would be karenshone.substack.com, and that's where I'm posting most of my articles. And again, on my Getter, which is KB Shone, Karen shown. Well, everyone, one thing we should have learned by this conversation that we've had today, and thank you so much, Sally, for joining me. It has been a pleasure as always and enlightening as always. We should have learned, folks, that nothing changes. Look at what just went on with the election. We just had a major change to bring the House back into the hands of the Republicans, who we hope will have some more sanity and a little idea of what's going on with the economy, maybe stop the spending. But do you truly believe that Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy are going to change anything? Folks, that's going to be up to us. So we will be talking more about this as we progress as to things that we can do. But the most important thing is to educate yourself in a topic that you like and share that information with your legislator. Thank you all for joining me. This is Karen Schoen. You've been listening to the Prism of America's Education brought to you on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with my wonderful sponsor, the Florida Citizens Alliance. Please share the show. Thank you all for listening. See you again next week. But our